There is such a thing as good cheap beer, but it can be hard to find, which is why we're good swill hunting. Join our team of experts on a swill journey. Brian Richards, our industry insider, Matt Friend, our beer outsider, who after three seasons of good swill hunting, still prefers bush ice. And new this season, Rick Speed, a true beer connoisseur. And I'm your host, Blaine Tollison. Together, we're trying the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And we have a very special, special episode for you this week. Talking about what we are popping the top of right now. Uh, an exciting, exciting beer to uh, have on our podcast. Also, a little bit of Ooh. a little bit of sadness here with this one. Um, that had a little pop to it. We just popped the top to Anchor Popped Steam. up again. So never again, actually. This yeah, one. yeah. Uh, this was a, this was a, a sought after beer to say the least to get it here for this episode. Um, and cheers, fellas, that we were getting to sip this. It was a hard one to find, given that Anchor Steam Brewing Whoa. is closing. So let's take our sips here. Let's, I want to sip this stuff. Mm. Mm. What is this, a moment of silence for uh, Anchor Steam? I'd pour one out, but I don't want to waste beer. 127 years. 127 years. And, man, San, San Francisco has been through a lot. And I feel like San Francisco is still going through a lot. And this, this brewery has been, been there, you know, all along. And uh, they're shutting the doors on it. And It's a stone's throw from Alcatraz, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got this stuff in Charlotte. Um, the, last, know, the last batch. The last batch. Uh, I went on a little adventure getting Anchor Steam for our podcast, finding out it was closing. And, um, yeah, they had one uh, case or a few six packs at uh, total wine went there they actually did not have them so i made the effort to go there the next day and get them and i, I had all the staff at total wine and a frenzy they were all excited that their truck showed up and you know they wanted to help us out on our podcast and make sure we had anchor steam for this episode today so shout out to total wine yeah cheers cheers thanks a lot for that um a few of you guys are familiar with Anchor Steam. Uh, Matt, you've had this one a, a way, way back, and uh, you're having it again, man. I am. It's uh, It has been a long, long time. And what are your thoughts? Like, uh, Rick, this, this, uh, so this has a following. When I got into craft beer, this was, this was one of the, like a gateway. I don't know if you, I mean, I guess it's, it was considered craft at the time because it was a, a it was still owned by a person. It wasn't owned by a big corporation um, when I first was introduced to it. Um, and it was one of the first crafty, craftish type beers that I had. Um, I think the first time I might have had it was 2012, 2013. Um, and I actually was just looking through my old pictures, and I have a, a picture that I'd posted on my Instagram, I think, in 2014. Um uh, of this and it was probably maybe the 10th or 20th time i had had it yeah um, at that point but it, it was a solid non you know um macro mm -hmm. that was readily available um and i think i used to get it back in the day at total wine yeah um some bottle shops had it as well 
Yeah, I got to tell you, it was it was tough to find, especially with the news about the brewery, uh, which, uh, you know, we uh, batch record our podcasts. So um, when, you know, the news had just broke when we uh, recorded this episode, um, but we wanted to make sure we paid tribute to this uh, this this beer. And Brian, not that we're going to go deep into the brewery just yet, no. I want to save that, but can you give us kind of a quick, just a quick uh, summation of... What's going on with this brewery as far as the closing and, and the news that came out last you know, month? One of the things that I, I want to call BS on for the craft beer world, sorry folks, but I'm doing it for you, is it wouldn't be going out of business if you would have been drinking the damn thing. You know? That's a good point. It's like, oh, I can't believe one's closing. But you gave up on them. You like the and that's why, like, yes, this was one of the early craft beers that we all drank. I wouldn't say we I've never this is my first time ever having it. And, okay. Oh, wow. Um but it wasn't my gateway into craft beer, but it was one of the early craft beers. I think my first craft beer was, uh, you know, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. But with some of these brands that really ushered in... The movement. The, right. That we've, we have given up on them. Like, when was the last time any of you have had a fat tire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I used to drink that around the same time as this right. almost all the time. Anything from New Belgium... You know, I would be drinking with with Anchor. That was my rotational stuff at the time. Right. And, and so what we're finding is that, like, as the industry has pushed the limits of beer, when you have some of these, you know, more plain Jane offerings that they are fall pallet, by the wayside. Yeah, they fall by the wayside. And everybody's like, oh, it's so sad. Screw you if that's what you're saying. You should have been drinking this stuff, and they would have still been in business. Or, you know what? Anchor could have continued to revolutionize and, and not just try to put their anchor on the steam beer. They could have put their anchor on a West Coast IPA or something else to well, help push the limits. Yeah, it's well, not, not, not for nothing there, it. though. I, I mean, I love this beer, but what I really look forward to every year from them, and I don't know if you pulled any of it from the history... They put out a Christmas ale yeah. every single year that comes in this huge bomber. There's like actually this huge uh, magnum bottle. It's like a gigantic bottle, and they put it out every single year. And it is one of the most solid Christmas beers that is released every year. And I am super sad that 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 is going away because the, the total line folks mentioned that, and there's some uh, there's some places in Charlotte hoarding that. Yeah, hanging on to it. I think Try Tryon Beverage probably has a bunch in their warehouse. I could almost that's, imagine. That's the big distributor. Here. Yeah. Um, but th I love this beer, but what I looked forward to every year is that big-ass bottle of their Christmas ale. Well, and I'm super sad that that is, is going to be gone. Why don't you keep your eye on it for your uh, Santa Claus episode later this year? Oh, I already know where there's a bottle and. I'm gonna go pick it up next week. Okay. Well, okay. But, yeah. But, but it's, a, it's an older. It's an older. It's an older year. I think it's a 2020 or 2021. But it guys, the guy's been just having it sit on the shelf. So some of your older Christmas beers were pretty good though last time. But I, I don't know if this will be the last you're gonna see of it. It's like they don't shut down and snap a finger and the beer evaporates, right? There, there's a lot of beer. This beer in distribution. They just announced the closing on Wednesday. Today is Saturday. They've given a lot of their employees a six-month time frame. You're going to lose your job in six months. They're paying severance. I afterwards. thought they said they're closing the tap room at the end of July. The, the, yeah, the tap room. But the most of the factory employees, from what I read, were six months left. Oh, okay. Uh, so there could be a couple more runs of this then. I, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and we might actually get the Christmas sale this year. Yeah, we'll see. The Total Wine folks made it sound like they're not getting any more, but... 
you know how that goes. Like they, they say, don't know. They'll say, yeah, they don't. They just kind of grab what comes in the truck. Exactly. You know, the, the truck brings it. And they well, with the news of it, I'm it. sure that they got hit hard. You went there yeah. literally two days after. Whatever they did have was probably wiped out, and they probably made a call and said, hey, we're like I'm crazy. We're like out of anchor steam. And, yeah, and the big know. reason why we do it is because on our podcast, you know, um, we try, you know, we, we can't come out with the news with uh, our beer uh, reviews but um, again, we record way, um, you know, way early on than the episodes actually air. So when this news breaks, we we run out, we get the beer, and we try to get it on our podcast, especially when it's at this price point, which we'll get into. Well, this is it falls yeah. into our category. Yeah, absolutely. Which uh, it's it, it kind of gave us a really great anchor for this episode. Oh. Oh, you're on it. That was terrible. You're on it. <laughs> Fucking dad jokes. Hey, that was worse than If you wait any joke. longer, first sip impressions is going to be last call for Rick over here. Seriously, okay, Rick. Let's roll. What, have you been let's delivering roll. mail we, all day? We, we, we got a lot to do. Let's go ahead and roll them. It's time for first sip impressions. Have a business and want to make a good impression? Advertise with us. Like a lot of beer we try, it won't cost you much. Just shoot us an email at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. I feel like, Brian, you smile at my dad jokes first, and then you make fun of me. I shook my head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm drinking this thing pretty fast. Um, my first impression on it is um, I, I I like it. Um, I think it's um, it is, it's, it, it's a little crafty. It's got, you know, it's got some, some full mouth feel on it, and... I like it so far. I think it, uh, the first sip was a little like kind of you know whoa, but uh, you have to even though I I think I was expecting something lighter, but I I don't hate the flavor. It's pretty good. I think Brian will drop us some knowledge on what a steam beer is. Yeah. Oh, so it's actually a, a category of beer. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. All right. Um, Matt, Matt, you've had this before, but oh god. Yeah, if I could remember things from 1988 that were relevant, but I'm just today. saying. Well, today, how do you feel about this on your first sip? It's your favorite bottle shape. It's got to be sure. I mean, it, like when it comes to 12 ounce bottles, it fits nicely in my rectum. It, oh, I, I do like oh, this man. This, this that was like, better than Blade's dad joke. I'll admit that. <laughs> because I you, thought I was picking up a little bit straight, of stench. Y'all go straight to the toilet, man. I'm just trying to keep it clean, even though we're not a clean podcast. You know, 1980s in San Francisco, Petaluma Bay Area. There were it all fits together. Hard, hard on my memory. You went to you went to San Francisco in the 80s. I, Where I, have you not? He left been? his heart there. I, I lived in Petaluma, 40 miles north. It was three dollars wow. and 35 cents to ride the bus. From Petaluma to San Francisco. Wow. And then $5 for a tab of acid and then <laughs> hitchhike back. Nice, nice. Rick. And we don't want to know how he paid for the hitchhike. No, we don't. We don't. Well, you know, there's three ways. And I didn't have any grass or gas. Well, we'll just leave that there, right there. Uh, Rick uh, is getting his picture on. Uh, what's your first sip impression? Um. Uh, I've had it a bunch of times before. It's still a solid, great beer. Actually, this is the first time having uh, it since the buyout, since okay. they sold um, sold to uh, Sapporo. Is that how you say it, Sapporo? Yeah, that sounds good enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is that? But prior to uh, the buyout, I had it a bunch of times. doesn't taste like it's changed at all from what I remember. Still a solid steam beer. Yeah. Uh, what is that, KY? What Bur- 
Matt has something on his bottle. On the bottle? A, for, yeah. a foreign <laughs> substance. It looks like a maggot. It's not. I think it's. I think it's. It's a piece of carpet. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, we, we, we have man. carpet pads on our podcast desk. Sorry, to, the to prevent still uh, working. The noise. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, my first impression is I understand why it is. It went away. Really? Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. I'll explain more in my uh, at the end, but. Your first sip, your your uh, is is where it's at on that. Well, I'm not saying I don't like it, but I understand why people aren't drinking it anymore. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But let's talk about what this beer is. It says steam beer. Really, it's not really steam beer. It's 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 a California common. Um, steam beer doesn't really exist as much anymore. Uh, it originally was a steam beer. But then when Fritz Maytag took it over and he was growing the brewery, he made a lot of changes to the style for packaging purposes. And that's when it went from being the steam beer to the California common. But yet it's still at its heart, It, whether it's a steam beer or you call it that California common, it is a beer that is it has a lager yeast, but it's fermented at ale temperatures. And that traces back to when they first started brewing this, you know, in the 19th, late 19th century, early 20th century, they didn't have the refrigeration and the ice out on the West Coast to make lagers, but yet they still wanted to try to do that. Hence, they came up with the steam beer. And it was pretty traditionally followed, like I said, until Fritz Maytag took over the brewery. And I'll have more on that in the history a little bit later. Okay. Whenever okay. you want, want me to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so... The big thing for me that I thought, you know, this stuff came all the way from California, from San Francisco, um, which I've never been there. Uh, have you? Have any, have you any guys been to San Francisco? I've been to California. I've been as far north as I've been as uh, Malibu, but I didn't oh, make wow. it up to San Fran. Uh, but have, uh, Matt's been to San Francisco. Rick, huh. have you been there? Yeah, yeah, I've been to San Francisco multiple times, but before before it got pretty hood there. <laughs> I've noticed the last time I was there, it I've was actually pretty things. nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, think I would go anytime soon, though, because it's from what I've heard, it's a little rough out there right now. I I, 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 I hear a lot of stuff, you know, but you know, I heard a lot of stuff about LA too, and I went there a few years back, and it wasn't as bad as I, people made it out to be. Um, but it actually, people have been talking about it even getting worse since then. So who knows? But. Um, there are some funny things about San Francisco. Obviously, it has an incredibly rich history, but I just pulled a couple funny things, including that the city has its own fog. Uh, they have their own fog that they've named Carl. Like oh. a fog machine that they make it with? No, it's... Because it, that would make no sense. Is it like a daily fog? No, it's just a fog. Yeah, it's a daily fog, an infamous fog that comes over the city, and they call it Carl. I have a daily fog. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's called a hangover, Matt. Ugh. Brain fog. Well, anyway, they, some think it came from the, the big movie Big Fish in 2003. Um, that's what caused the fog? That's just where the, they coined the phrase. Uh, some others say it was called So Carl there was no fog there decades. before then? No, they just gave it a name. I guess there was always fog, but they decided to give it a name. Oh. And it has its own Instagram page. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm you sure... You can't see much on it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's a dad joke if I've ever heard. That one. was way better than yours. I didn't know that. Uh, I guess San Francisco is actually pretty small. There's a lot of people crammed into like a rock seven, in the middle of the Pacific. Seven miles, seven miles in both width and length. 
Giggity. Sounds I'm, about I'm right. Waiting for the joke. Sounds about I'm right. Waiting for the joke on that one. Full House. Um, yeah. You got to mention Full House, the Painted Ladies, right? There you go. Oh, there's so much. Alcatraz. There's yeah. all, all kinds of things. And there, Anchor's pretty close to Alcatraz, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 I think you can actually see it from the brewery or something like that. Well, I mean, when you escape from from an island prison, you want to get a beer first thing. That's, um, yeah. All right. So, as Rick was saying, Anchor Steam has quite a following. Uh, Brian, what, why, and what you found, does it have quite a following? We know people gave it a three and a half, uh, on untapped. So that's a, that's a high rating. Three and a half is, is pretty high. Anything over three to me is good on that one to five, uh, scale on untapped. And yeah, um, somebody, people are already, you know, you know, rest in peace here. Guess this will be one of my last anchor steams. One user said, so long and sail on anchors away for good another person said and then another person said uh 1896 to 2023 unless someone bails them out so i think that's a possibility (laughs) uh we could look at some of the beers how many historic beers have we drank on this show that died and were resurrected like narragansett it's like part of it's part why would it not stop why would it keep not stop you right know? and and so i, I have or a feeling it, stop? it might not be this year but somebody i think will resurrect this and maybe buy this oh who's that is it pap's blue ribbon coming to buy anchor it could, it very well could be. <laughs> I mean, um but yeah so the brewery i mean in 1896 that's that's it that's great history um they have had lots of ownership changes over the years um but you know but i really look at their story as one of, of survival i mean look at everything they've been through they, they survived, survived the earthquake the 1906 earthquake the 1989 earthquake prohibition great depression great recession two world wars the place has actually physically burned to the ground on multiple times I'm, and they I'm surprised that city is still there well i'm talking about the brewery not the name and the, city and the brewery but i mean um, just yeah yeah uh, but you know, so it was purchased finally by Sapporo in 2017, um, and it did finally close now in 2023. So six years later, and and the reasons for the closure, you know, were this is you know what all the pundits are guessing out there, but you know, it, there's a growing craft beer scene, and this brand became irrelevant, which is kind of what I I talked about earlier. Um, you know, the popularity of hard seltzers and liquor, they really are starting to erode the uh, beer sales. The pandemic um, really affected this brewery. 70% of the beer for Anchor was sold in bars and restaurants. And so when wow. the pandemic eroded that, you know, basically took 70% of their customer base away. Wow. So that did That's negatively affect That's one I haven't really heard them. before. That's interesting. And, and something that Rick and I were debating and, and earlier, and I think we all kind of debated this, was there's also a lot of folks out there that say that this new label has affected sales. They say that it looks too much like Twisted Tea. Honestly, I don't like the old label. I like this new label. I think it's bold. I love the anchor on it. I love the colors. It pops. It's clean. The other one was looked like a Christmas a beer that I'd be drinking in the middle of summer that wasn't freaking Christmas. Yeah. Um, it, this one definitely does pop. I'd I, I like the old logo. I think it's really cool. It's very, uh, it's pretty detailed, but it, it was how I described it. This is a little muddy. Like it's just, you can't really read what it is because there's so much going on on the old label. This one is like, you know, anchor. You know, yep. it's just got a nice look to it, um, and who who doesn't like anchors? Jeez, uh, I mean, anchors away. 
Uh, yeah, Rick has one on his arm, folks. Ow. Here, you know what, Rick? On, on one of the photos, we need to just have you cradle it, and so you could have the anchor next to the anchor on your arm. Here, use mine. Uh, it's empty. Well, shit, we've been talking too long. Uh, yeah, the well, math's done, and that's. Well, I think we should get to our last call on this, just because, you know. Hey, these go. I'm the only one with some left in my bottle. So yeah, yeah. These, these were pretty well, easy. Rick's drinking. got a little too. So, uh, anything else to say though? Um, I mean, you gave the reasons why it's closing. Um, I think, yeah, when you look at the shelf at any store where your craft beer is, even your big grocery stores, there's so much to choose from. Uh, it's tough to stand well, out in that world. It, it, it is very tough to stand out, and it's also tough to stand out as a national craft beer ban- brand anymore because everybody's so hyper-local. You know, I, I talked to some breweries in Greensboro that can't even sell here in Charlotte because our market only wants Charlotte-brewed beers. So now you have a California brewery that's saying, I used to be there, don't forget about me, and we're like, yeah, I'm going to go drink some Hot yeah. Drop. Um you know, or I'm going to go drink whatever the, the local, sw- not swell, because that's not swell, but the local craft beer is. Yeah. Well, what's funny is, that I know I bring up Total Wine, but it's such a huge store. They have so much stuff there. But you walk in there, and I was like looking down the aisles, and there is a North Carolina aisle. Just a massive right. aisle that's just all North Carolina. And then the aisle over, which is farther away from the entrance, um, is all of the ones outside of our state, basically. Right. So, I mean, it's just it, it, the insane amount of choices out there and, in your home states, wherever you're from, if you're listening. Um, and you know. I, you know what pissed me off this week? I was out in Boise, and I had a great time in Boise. Awesome town, awesome city. I love Idaho. You know, some fucker looked at me and goes, you're from North Carolina. You don't have any beer out there. I'm are like, you, are, are you, you out insane? of your fucking mind? Yeah, are you like, out of your fucking mind? There's a reason why Sierra Nevada opened here. Why New, new not New Holland, but New Belgium's here. Why Oscar Blues is here. We have a hell of a beer scene. We well, were, you we know, was, like, we I was I running feel... booze before anybody here. Yeah. All the, all the traveling I do. NASCAR. With like beer festivals and with all the traveling that I do with beer festivals and, and going to events and all that stuff, it, it's just as of recently that North Carolina and Charlotte have have really been noticed as a beer city. Like we do it's been as like a that city, for so long though. Now. As a city, we do a horrible job on promoting. Where there's no there's no yearly um, uh, beer week. It's very small. They do a beer week. It's run by like a couple of people. It's not really highly, you know, put out there. About the Untapped Beer Festival. No, I'll say, is that why uh, Rick has so many followers? Because you're the only one promoting it here. Well, I mean, I I'm wish, I really wish that the, the the Charlotte and Carolina craft beer community would come together like other states have and yeah. other cities have, and really put themselves out there and throw like a a, a week of events and coordinate together. <laughs> But you can't get these people to, to do it here for some reason. And that's why a lot of people out there, when I travel, they don't know we have all these breweries because we do a horrible job in, in the state of North Carolina as uh, promoting our beer. I, I would say that we're one of the top 10 beer states in the country. But the reason why I think Charlotte has a hard time promoting itself is I was talking to some of my brewery friends in Wilmington, and they said, you know, the, Charlotte brews some amazing beer. Right, and I've heard this from other folks in the state. Charlotte brews some amazing <coughs> beer, but the brewery owners and brewers there are a bunch of whiny bitches. 
because they're always getting into political fights and they're more and they get themselves so wrapped up in politics and beer politics see that. I can see that, that. They're, they're failing to promote themselves I can see that I, I'm not calling Maybe them whiny bitches a, that's what I've heard from others say folks so like yeah, yeah. don't be throwing darts at me I'm just you know par- well, I'm just Maybe no. it's just because they're that passionate about the beer. They, yeah. they argue. I'm about just it. quoting. Yeah. No, Brian's just quoting. He yeah. Did, but what a lot, like a lot of people don't realize and they don't understand either is yeah. that like beer and going to a brewery is an escape for a lot of people. They don't want that shit mixed with their beer. Well, it's yeah. not the politics of transgender or whatever. It's the politics of beer is what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And, I don't and, even know what the politics of beer is. Oh, Sad, distribution. Sad, you guys could, uh, and yeah, we've, that, that's a long Matt topic. Matt and I are both just like, what's yeah. beer let's, politics? Let's just go to the last. Matt and last I know that. Yeah, all right. Let's just go there. Before, <laughs> before we get into a beer yeah. political discussion. All right, here yeah. we go. Closing time. Let's weigh in on this cheap swill and rate it for the world. Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your cheap ass beer Well, I finished this one up pretty fast Like, it, it, it was gone Um... I feel like this tastes like something else I've had before. Um, there's beer. another. Well, no, I, I I don't know what it is, but this is what beer tastes like before we overhop the shit out of everything. Like maybe uh, maybe the shape of the bottle or something, but it. And you guys might get mad at me, but it I don't. It tastes like a Kona or something like. Yeah, they, like Kona like a, does use the same. Maybe that's size why, but bottles. It's, like, it's got yeah. the it's the aftertaste. It's a really strong aftertaste. It it reminds me of Deschutes. Okay. Well, is it is it falls into that common beer category, California common. Yeah. You know, like it's it's well, a table a table common beer, yeah. table beer, you know, it yeah. falls into that category. But yeah, this is what Brian said. This was beer before we started hopping the shit out of it basically. I'm having a uh, kind of a tough time rating this one cuz it's it's good. I like I like it, but I I don't want to rate it too high cuz it's it's you know, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't have any special notes to it, but it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of want to put it like almost at a three, um, but I'm I'm thinking two seven five on it. It's where I'm at. Just don't ever think it's beer, buddy. We don't want a political debate. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're putting a lot of work into it, dude. Yeah. Just like if you like it, give it a give it yeah. your rating, man. Don't, don't three, man. Don't, don't, don't hold it back, three, three, man. Don't hold back. I'm yeah. giving it a three. Don't be afraid. Don't hold back, That's dude. Okay. When we We're give our ratings, you, though, there's so We're much. Here for you. It's all right to like it. There's so You're much. You're with baggage the guy here. that gave Bush Ice a five. It's Blaine. He likes it. It's a solid beer. Like uh, I mean, it's it's a solid. I mean, for for well, a table beer, common beer, steam beer, whatever. I mean, I like my beer with a little bit of flavor. So what you giving it? I'll be playing the part of Blaine tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rating? Like all in my face. Too, too three. Far away from three. The mic. Three. 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 Okay, Brian. You know, and and I I I wanted to tease it earlier, but like I could understand why. Yeah, the beer I, fell to the wayside because our tastes have changed. This isn't overly hopped. This isn't overly aggressive in any means but to me it's a very well done beer you got 
you know, a, a mild, <coughs> not over malt, but a mild maltiness to it. A little caramel. Yeah. Ends with a nice but breadiness. But it's not overly sweet. Right. Which isn't. I like about this beer because a lot of beers that are malted like this, you get that su- too much sweetness. I, I agree. And I, I think, think it's balanced. The bready aftertaste or the bre- the bready finish does it. So I'm going to go with a three and a half. I didn't, I didn't, when I teased earlier, I don't think it's a bad beer, but I understand why this is not no longer popular. No, because everybody's chasing hops. Everybody expects or hazy so or sours. Or, and they're, they're not even chasing the sours that started either. Like, you know, barrel-aged sours that are like lambics. They're chasing the ones that have like, you know, six pounds of fruit per per ounce or or pop rocks like i had last week in boise yeah Yeah. all right let's let's see where like we're all really close in our ratings which doesn't happen let's see the matt's gonna did you forget about me no i I, i'm i'm saving you for last nobody puts matt in the corner i just want to i want to know Matt, we never forget about you. Well, I'm, I'm starting to wonder there. Is I know. Maybe he thought I gave my rating. Dr- drum you roll. Haven't, drum you haven't fallen asleep yet. You know, I, uh, I'm i going to give it the same rating. I gave my first lap dance I ever got was in San Francisco. A 10? I, I got my lap dance at this place called the New Century Theater. What was Theater. his name? I don't know, but he smelled pretty. And uh, hey. sand- Sandalwood and... The cedar, patchouli, and sandalwood. cedar. Well, it, it was right after my first Grateful Dead concert. The oh, guy I patchouli, went with patchouli took me to the strip club. He's like, "Put this five dollars in her thong; she'll go nuts." I was like, "Okay." I was homeless. I, yeah, I'll give, spend I my. I was homeless. Five. You were. I was homeless. I was, but I had money for a Grateful Dead concert. These are ticket. not lies. So. I, uh, I'm gonna put this at a three and a quarter. I'm right. I'm gonna split the difference. All right. R- all right. Rick and look at uh, that. We're we're in there, man. Rick and Morty here. Yeah, we're uh, in there. This the overall f- rating for the podcast, I think, is like a three point two. But usually, we're all over the map. Yeah. Um. And so we can agree that this is a good cheap swill. It's a good cheap swill. But and that's the thing. The price on this, it's really tasty for. What was it? Nine ninety nine a six pack. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this: thirteen though. cents an ounce with that rating. How many of us, if this was, if they weren't closing tomorrow, they were going to be in business for for eternity. How many of you would buy this even on a monthly basis for your beer fridge? I, I'd get it. I, I do. I do get the Christmas every year. So you know that's this and, beer. And usually, another Christmas. This usually, beer. when I get the Christmas, I'll pick up a six pack of this as well. All right. So you're buying once a year, not even once a month. Yeah. Well, I'm the I'm like the average beer guy here, so I I hadn't really heard of it. But this is nice. Like you know, like. Yeah, I haven't had it in a long time, but it's a nice break from all the shit that I normally drink. Right. You know? And I you mean, drink a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But I, it's a nice break. I, I think I would buy it during, like, tailgate season uh, while you're... In the fall, dude. Well, yeah, with, like, brats. Oh. But, but cooking out yeah. before football game. But that's all I'm going to buy. I'm not going to buy it in the summer. I'm not going to buy the winter. Preseason football. Yeah. Just Watching getting a little, the Niners game. Getting a little crisp oh, yeah. in the air. Oh, you're just... Oh, it's so picturesque how you're describing this. Yeah. Um, mm. We're, we're going to take on another classic next week. And this, Ooh, is, one, I'm, I'm this is one I feel like Brian mentions like every so many okay. episodes. Yeah, Brian's it, got he, a hard He mentions on this, this one, one all the time. I've yeah. never had it. The ne- the, I'll tell you, the next line, the lineup Ooh. for the next few beers, I'm really excited about. Yeah, These are beers any, I've been any, wanting on the dude, show I, we don't I have any drink, for years. We don't have any Capri Suns or, I can, or, I can or see peach, that peach shit we drank a few weeks ago. That was... Although, I will have to admit, I had it when it was frozen. That We're talking about the big uh, machine spike cooler. I don't, oh, I don't know. Cooler. I, don't, I don't think there's oh. any help in that stuff out. It, it, it wasn't quite as bad, but it still 
I wouldn't have changed my rating. <laughs> I uh, I still have one in my freezer, and tonight when I was coming here, I was packing a cooler with some some side you know, beers. A spiked cooler in there. Well, you drank for, it in the car. No, I was going to use it we just for an ice pack. Yeah, because I was only I only had one ice pack. I was like, <laughs> Are you icing your balls or something with it? No, I got like four beers in that cooler yeah. out there. Yeah, four my, beers. My in between beers for these episodes. That's true. That's true. All right, my palate so, cleanser, my ginger. Next, right, I got to pee. Next week, Stroh's. We're finally going to drink Stroh's. Yes. Stroh's. Yeah. And, uh, we can only get Schlitz. Uh, 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 ah! I will quit the podcast. Yeah. Bri- Brian comes on and every now and then and, and just yelps out this list of demands. And Stroh's is always in there. We need to drink Stroh's. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to try Stroh's. Yeah. So Stroh's is next but week. Maybe that'll happen, too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe my wildest beer drinks are going to come true. I don't know. Maybe they will. Join us next week. I'm so excited. Cheers, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging in there with us for another round of alcohol-fueled antics. Good Swill Hunting is produced and recorded by Robert Blaine VoiceOver Studios out of Charlotte, North Carolina. As always, we encourage all of our listeners to drink responsibly. I'd like to thank our cast of characters who also help produce our content. And check them out on Instagram. Ryan Richards at BeRichWrites. Rick Speed at Rick Speed. And if you want to follow Matt, who has yet to post a thing on Instagram, find him at matthew.friend.961. If you discovered a new swill, or we at least made you laugh, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And feel free to drop us a line on Instagram at goodswillpodcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to raising another one with you.